0: Have you ever wondered You know, spin Thrift Trust, LLC, how do they work together? Which is better, which is not? Well, you've come to the right place, although the answer may not be what you're expecting. Hi, my name is Don Thornson. I'm an infinite wealth strategist. I'm also a real estate investor. I have been uh, doing short sales uh, for over 20 years, and I relatively recently learned about this amazing spin Thrift Trust, and I'm gonna tell you about how, why it's such an amazing thing in this video. I'm gonna go over, you know, the difference between asset protection. I'm going to talk about how they can work together as a partnership to create massive tax savings. And I'm going to talk about the genius of how this trust can work with I in, in compliance with IRS code 643 and to use the extraordinary benefit to almost completely eliminate uh, the need for paying taxes on most of your active income. So let's dive into it right now. Now, a spendthrift trust, I'm a, we use a spendthrift trust as a, as a, as a, um, uh, term, but actually the trust that I'm talking about has five pillars and a spendthrift trust is just, the spendthrift part is just one pillar. It's actually a non-grantor, irrevocable, complex, Discretionary spendthrift trust. So, spendthrift part of it's only at the end. There's all every single pillar in this trust works towards the common goal, which is A, to provide the best asset protection known to man in the United States. And secondly, to be able to get amazing, amazing tax reduction legally, which is what the ultra wealthy have been doing for, you know, for. Decades ever since the tax code was uh, instituted back in the 1930s. So uh, the, let's talk about the asset protection first. Now, hopefully you know this, but an LLC only gives you a minimum amount of asset protection. Any attorney worth his or her salt could crack open an LLC. So this idea that, I mean, look, it's better for you to have an LLC as opposed to uh, having just going Doing everything as a as a uh, individual. Right. That, that's that's suicide from tax and, and legal point of view. But the LLC or even an S-Corp or C-Corp, it doesn't really give you a huge amount of protection. Personally, you can still get sued and they can still crack it open and, and hold you personally liable. Now the spendthrift provision of the non-grantor irrevocable complex discretionary spendthrift trust is designed to make sure that unless there's incidents of fraud or criminal activity, that this is not suable. Okay. So if you have a, if you have the right trust and it has a spendthrift provision, then basically if you you're you are protected from any kind of you know bogus or frivolous lawsuits. Uh, or even something that may, may or may not have merit because, you, you know, uh, you cannot sue the um, a spendthrift trust. So what will happen? I mean, look, anybody can file a lawsuit. You know, and, you know just because you have a, a spendthrift provision and your assets are in there, it doesn't mean that someone can't just say, I'm going to sue you. But what it does mean is that when it gets in front of the judge and the judge is informed that this is a spendthrift trust. And again, as long as there's no fraud or criminal activity, it's going to get stopped in its tracks right there. So you think I'm kidding? Listen, this trust, this of trust provision is so powerful that it can stop imminent domain lawsuits in their tracks. Listen, the feds, the low, you know state, county, city doesn't matter. If a government agency comes to you and says that uh, we have um, that we want to you know ha- force you to sell your property because we do to put a road through there or we're going to do some kind of a project and here's our price, take it or leave it. If you don't have your assets, let's say it's your home in this or your land in a spendthrift trust with a spendthrift provision, then you can sue, but you're not going to win. You can win with this. So think about that. Is an LLC going to be able to stop eminent domain? No. But it, but, but this trust, the non-grantor, um, uh, irrevocable, complex, discretionary spendthrift trust will. And think about that from the point of view of asset protection. If it can stop the feds, for example, of coming in and, uh, you know, protecting you from an imminent domain lawsuit, how well is it going to protect you on a slip and fall or a frivolous lawsuit or someone just wants to, to just to sue you so that way you'll just settle, take the course of least resistance and settle or have the insurance company pay for it, you know, when they get their quick buck and you, you just pay to get rid of them, right? Well, th- Those days are gone now because you can just tell them to go pound sand. Okay, so um, I'd like you to just go up and uh, hit the subscribe button because I know that you're gonna you want this content. I'm giving you very neat, neat, uh you content that's very useful and necessary to make these decisions, and uh, I want you to be able to uh, be notified. So it, don't just hit the subscribe button; hit the bell so that way you're notified as soon as this drops. All right. So uh, now that we've gone over the difference between the an LLC and a spin thrift trust, I don't want you to think that you should just blow off the llc never do anything again with that i do believe that you should run your business you should have your personal and your business assets in a trust the trust, the trust that we have what i call it the ironclad trust it's also called the non-grantor you know irrevocable complex uh, discretionary spendthrift trust i think that you should have those in there but you can have all your assets business and personal protected in this iron titanium vault of asset protection, but you can still work in concert with an LLC to be able to get some massive, massive ta- uh, tax savings. Now, the, this trust can, um, can basically uh, defer, permanently defer any capital gains taxes that come in. So if you and you don't need an LLC for that, as long as you have your asset in the trust and you sell that asset and there's capital gains taxes that are going to be paid on that or will be paid on that, then they, are, they can be deferred in perpetuity if they were assets of the trust and were and the trust is the one selling the property and the trust gets the proceeds of the sale. So I'm not going to talk too much about that. They'll be in, in a later video. I want to talk about how right now about how the trust can work in concert with an LLC to convert your ordinary active income into passive income for the trust that can be deferred in perpetuity as well. So how does that work? Well, I just described to you why it's really important for you to make sure that you sell your personal and your business assets into the trust. So let's say for my example, okay. If I, I've, I've had a 20, I've had an corp for 20 years for a real estate investing business. So if I was going to do this, I would sell my ass, my personal assets into the trust. That i would sell my business assets to me personally and then to the trust at ze- at, at cost okay so we're not making any profit on this because we don't want to trigger a capital gains event all we're doing is that because it's an irrevocable trust it has to be sold irrevocably into the trust so once we do that um so my s corp would be just a shell because all those assets that i was using to generate revenue are now gone they're here in the trust but I still need an entity, an outside entity, to be able to use those assets to generate revenue. So what I'm going to do is, uh, first of all, I'm going I'm going to form an LLC, and I'm going to be the, 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 the managing uh, member of the LLC. And then the trust is going to become a 90% limited partner in this trust. And so now... The, the, the LLC is where I'm going to run my short sale business. I'm going to go out there and try to find upside down homeowners, negotiate with banks, sell the properties, get money. And that money coming in is, is ordinary income. It's not capital gains, it's ordinary income, which if you make more than $165,000 in a year is going to be taxed at 32%. So I don't want to pay 32%. So this strategy is going to keep show you how you cannot pay that. So I'm going to run the business no longer through my S-corp, Now it's going to be my LLC where my, the trust is a 90% limited partner. So, but the, the, the LLC still doesn't have access to the assets to be able to, uh, conduct my short sale business. So what do I do? I have the trust lease the access to those assets to the LLC. That's really important. Okay. So now LLC doesn't own the assets, but has access to them with a lease. And so now we can just go ahead and start doing my business normally, go out there and, and find these trust sellers like I just described. So as the revenue comes in, then, we're, you know, at the end of the year, then we're going to talk about how, you know, we can get this, this, um, you know, convert the, the uh, ordinary income that's been coming in into uh, passive income for the trust. And we're going to show you how we can use an amazing uh, tool to be able to do that. Uh, but first, I want you to leave me a comment. If this resonates with you, if you like this content, if you have a question, if you have a comment, please leave a comment because I love to have the engagement. And frankly, selfishly speaking, it helps the algorithm when people leave comments. So, you know, and I'd be glad to, to engage with you as much as you want because I want to make sure that you're educated on why this strategy is so great. So go ahead and leave me a comment. So now that we've got this set up, Let's talk about how we're going to be able to convert this income into uh, passive income that's permanently tax deferred for the trust, and how we can use this special, special tool that the IRS has given us to be able to change that into tax deferred, permanently tax deferred uh, income for the trust. So, what we're going to talk now about how, let's say that we had a million dollars that came into the LLC, and we're going to talk now about how we've got, you know, once we've taken all of our deductions and we've expensed everything out, let's say that we're left with $1 million of of your net income for the year, okay? So uh, normally that's when you would start calculating what your tax liability would be for the year. But in this case, we still have two more expenses that we have to uh, remove or work through to be able to get the final net income for the LLC. So we're going to do, remember, we had a 70% or is me, we had a lease for the assets, okay? So that means it's, you know the LLC's gotta pay for those assets now. So the IRS will allow up to 70% of the net income for this entity to be able to use be used as a lease payment. So if we have a million dollars of a net net capital income, or excuse me, net um, income for the LLC, then 70% of that is $700,000. Well, the LLC is gonna transfer that over to the trust, which means that the net income has gone from one million dollars down to three hundred thousand dollars. Okay, gets better. So now we have three hundred thousand dollars left. But remember, there's one more expense that has to be has to be uh, resolved before we can get the final net income for the LLC. The trust is a ninety percent limited partner in this LLC, so it needs to be paid for that. So we take 90% of the $300,000 that's left, and we transfer that over to the trust as a K-1 distribution. So now we've taken that $300,000 down to $30,000 because, because 90% of $300,000 is $270,000. So now we have, we have $700,000 was a lease payment. was the K-1 distribution, so we've moved $970,000 from the LLC into the trust, leaving only $30,000 left over, which is the final number from which you're going to calculate your taxes. You can see that very little if no tax is going to be paid in this scenario with the LLC because there's just not much there. So you're thinking to yourself, well, that's great, Don, but now you have, you know, now the trust has a tax liability because, you know, you've parked $970,000 in the trust. Well, this is, this is with the genius of IRS code 643 and the fact that all these ultra wealthy people, you know, from the, from the start of the tax code, they knew that this existed and they were able to structure their entire, entire financial system and their strategy around the fact they're not going to have to pay. They're going to convert all that active income, ordinary income and put in the trust and it's, it's going to be kept passive income as tax deferred forever. So um, how's that done? Well, if the income that was coming in on my short sale flips to the LLC, that was active ordinary income, right? Well, when we move the, the lease payment over to the trust, that's passive income for the trust. When we had the K-1 distribution that came over for the trust, that's passive income. Now, passive income can be uh, is not uh, taxable if, as the trustee, and you have 100% discretion, you can declare that passive income that came in to be an extraordinary dividend, and that means that the tax that would have been paid on that can now be permanently deferred, tax deferred forever, as long as the trust exists. And that's how you do it. Isn't that pretty amazing, right? So what I want you to do is if you're interested in learning more about this, go down to the description of this video, and you can uh, you know, go to my website, reach out to me. Uh, you can, the website will have a place where you can uh, schedule a, a call with me on my Calendly. And uh, I can tell you more about this because it's the most powerful thing I've ever seen. And you know, even though you've seen this disclaimer already throughout this video, I'll say it one more time. I am, you know, this this information is for is, what I'm telling you right now is for informational purposes only. I'm not a tax advisor. I'm not a legal advisor. You should always consult with a professional licensed advisor, legal and tax before you enter into any financial transactions. So I look forward to having the next doing the next video. I'll see you then.